0: Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm Salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And And welcome welcome to The Real House Bears. Hey, hey, hey. I'm Seth. (laughs) I've been looking at your boobs this whole time. I didn't even notice you had a podcast. Are those your eyes? <laughs> I've never seen your eyes before, <laughs> because I'm looking at your breasts. You need to have decolletage right know. now. I need decolletage. Oh, <laughs> well, my boobs are popping out. Hey, that's how we like them. Decolletage. <laughs> Isn't it funny that for our first season, like when we had to talk about which housewives couple we would have a threesome with, I chose Meredith and Seth, and now I'm like. No, Seth. Sorry. <laughs> like I think maybe there's misunderstanding. I don't know. I mean, but you know what? He's the first uh, house husband that I've done. Yes. Congratulations, Seth. What an honor for him. It's because you are the biggest goober out there. You're, but I like you're still funny. handsome and he yeah, still has he a is. great body. Yeah, but it's he just, is just—he's a, a big goober. You are what you eat. It's it's sweet, but it's not sexy. <laughs> it's to not me. sexy. <laughs> no, it's not sexy. It would to get me. old really quick. I didn't think it was particularly nice, but it's not untrue. i like, okay, I asked you to just go get the groceries. Don't sit there and talk about how beautiful I am. Okay, <laughs> thank you. I know. No, I do talk do. about how beautiful you are all the time, but I'm not being silly. Well, okay, yeah, now, maybe I'm Seth. Maybe I'm sad. You're not that gooberish. No. The denial wait, is wait, what I will not accept. I make up songs about you all the time. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, I think we should probably go ahead and talk about what everyone's been dying to hear. If we do not share what we know, we're in danger. Since our last Salt Lake City Your recap. special super duper date? No, let's talk about you. What do you know that you're not saying right now? <laughs> I was like... Not much happened for me. <laughs> oh wait, no, something did happen for me. So I was at the Tennessee campground and um I met this young man and I told him who I was and he says, Oh, you're Hunter Harden. You and your husband have a podcast. I love it. How cool is that? I know. Like, you're known for a lot of things in particular. But they knew me through the podcast. Yeah, that is really, really cool. That was like a new moment for us. That was definitely different. Look at you! That is definitely different. Well, this weekend, I fell in love. This bitch is casting her spell. You sure did. I am head over heels in love. We're getting a divorce, everyone. No, you're still going to be my side piece. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) but I am officially in love with Heather Gay. I love you too. We had the most wonderful evening and y'all are just going to have to let me indulge for just a little bit because not only was it a really wonderful evening, but, you know, it's very important to me to have a good woman in my life. Like my mom, obviously, is a good woman in my life. My best friend Sarah, who lives on the other side of the country now, mm-hmm. and so I've really had kind of a hole in my heart having that great woman in my life who, you know, I can talk to about like even my own feminine sensibilities. Always fight in full makeup. That's what my mom always taught me. Fight in full makeup, you'll always win. And um, I like to treat I like to treat a woman like a lady. Like I enjoy having manners and showing a woman that i respect her actually be that feel that and wear the badge of honor you got that southern hospitality yeah I, I do it with you all the time i hope you uh, always do except for i have to open the door sometimes and that's really annoying i know i'm so sorry every now and then my hands are full that's why i don't trust human beings and that is facts i don't trust human beings <laughs> but, um i liked i don't know i just like to treat a woman like a lady and it was so lovely to spend an evening one-on-one with Heather and get to treat her like a lady. And she had just done the Bitch Sesh podcast that day, so she had a full day, but she made sure that no matter what was going on, that we kept our date. And it was just really the most magical time getting to talk about, not even housewives, to talk about, well, of course religion comes up. You know religion comes Mm -hmm. up. And, um, you know, we went to the Amy Grant concert, and we had our seats were even better than what we expected them to be, and you we're like a, a row be, behind the center, like stage. yeah, we, yeah, we were like right there. I mean, I could practically smell Emmy Grant. I smell everything though. And and she put on an amazing show. But was, what was really lovely is getting to kind of, like, canoodle with Heather. Like, I put my arm around her, and she just rested into my armpit and laid her head on me. Aww. And I got to rub her shoulder there a little bit. I'm a modest woman. Like, it was just a really lovely, um, you know, touching is my love language. Mm-hmm. And I don't normally touch you until I'm comfortable around you. So it was just really nice to have that intimate moment like it was just two of us at a private Amy Grant concert. Like, we made it. I'm still too intimidated by Heather Gay. She's too big of a personality and she's a star. That's why you never noticed her breasts. (laughs) (laughs) Her personality is so big you never noticed her breasts before, I know, (laughs) that's true. It all comes back to Seth, doesn't it? But since you posted that on Twitter, the Twittering blew up on those pictures and people that don't know who we are thought that that was legit a real date. Like, Heather Gay is seeing this man now. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that they all thought I was good-looking at least. They're like, you go, Heather. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) I hope he treats her well. But it would be my honor. Oh, it would be, if I could, if I was hetero tomorrow, I would Tell Heather Gay she didn't have a choice but to be my girlfriend. <laughs> I think she would totally go for it. <laughs> so it was awesome. My pictures are on our Twitter, our Facebook, and my personal Instagram, but I tagged House Bears on those. So yes. check out the pictures of me and Heather Gay at our romantic evening at a- of Amy Grant. I am drunk on it. All I could do while you are on your date was just grin and bear it. Ooh, look at you segueing like a... Which I much rather would have gin and bared it. Right? (laughs) It depends on what you're having to grin and bear it. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? In a gay campground, you might be grinning don't go there. Don't go there. I do have this, like, wave lately where I'm really horny. Easy. (laughs) Well, we're grinning and bearing some, like, cold, wintry weather here. Right now, so... Over the weekend when I was in Tennessee, it was like 86 degrees. I was in a cold pool the whole time because it was so hot outside and humidity, like so much humidity. But now that I'm home, like it's freezing. It's getting colder than a witch's ass. And thank God you told me to take a jacket when I left today because the first job I had was in a home that didn't have, that was still being remodeled. And now this see, this episode of Salt Lake City is full of snow, which we got snow today. I don't think that's snow. We got lots of snow up on the mountains, y'all. I feel like it's kind of like current time, like we're watching it in real in time. In real time, yeah. yeah I, w- I wish we were. then <laughs> to that. So it starts off in a snowy park city. and are in Sh- park City a lot, yeah. Park yeah. Well, Meredith, so this episode. Meredith and Jen Shaw, and I think maybe even Lisa. Don't quote me on the Lisa, but I know that both Meredith and Jen Shaw live in Park City. Yeah, but everybody's meeting in Park City this. Day. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do in Park City, and plus, you know, we're we're not completely over a pandemic, you know. Mm -hmm. And so that might have something to do with the places that they go and the places that they choose. Like, I did find out from Heather that that igloo thing that they all had the rest dinner in at the end of episode one, I think it was, that little glass igloo thing was built specifically because of COVID yeah i know i didn't know that i just thought the restaurant oh had that's true i thought well i kind of thought it was COVID, but i also thought it was since it was outdoor it was perfect so for when it is snowing no it was built specifically for the pandemic so i thought that was pretty neat that's interesting yeah a covid bowl do you eat out of here A COVID bowl, but I hope hope they keep it, because I want to go sit in it. I want to go sit in a little iglooey. Sharif wants to get out of the cold. He's been, well, at first he was shoveling for five hours, and then the more aggravated he got with Jen, he he was shoveling for six hours. (laughs) So I don't know if Sharif is just showing off, or if he's just really bored, but people who live in Park City, they don't shovel. They own their own little plows. They own their sure. own little snow blowers. And did you—if he was out there for six hours, do you think he does that every time it snows? Hell well, no. Well, you know they haven't lived there for very long, so maybe they just haven't had the opportunity. But to But they were those living things. in Park City before too. Uh, maybe they could have. Maybe they thought they could afford to for some. I don't floor. know. Well, G- well, Jim was like, Test "Well, why don't us. you have the snow shovelers do it for you?" And, and he's, he's like, like "We no don't have s- any snow, snow shovellers." <laughs> uh, but he extended it to six hours. He was aggravated, pretty much, that no one came and checked on him. In the six hours. <laughs> Poor guy. Didn't he, did he look a little aggravated? <laughs> he was. He's like, "Don't give me that fur coat. Don't give me that drink." <laughs> well, he's warm now, and now he doesn't yeah. need a drink because he's done. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he'll go, go inside and get his own. Yeah, he. Didn't seem too happy, and we're not used to seeing. Of Shaw, sh- like Shaw. Next, Jenny is helping Dewey get dressed, and she practically stabs him in the neck while she's helping with his collar <laughs> that's too tight. With her big old nails, so yes. Mary's making some cookies. I'm gonna make Whitney some cookies. She's always cooking. Uh, this season, this season she, she is. I wonder because didn't wasn't there rumors that she had an eating disorder in the first season? Do you, you think know what like- that does ring a bell? Like, because every time she ate, she ate, like, she pulled something out and she would take one thing out of it and she would put it back in the uh, fridge. Remember? I think you and I spread those rivers. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I don't know if it was ever said on the show, but you and I. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, okay. I remember now. Remember, I have my friend who has experienced an eating disorder yes. herself. Said so that she saw science. signs in that in Mary. And that's when I started seeing signs of her not eating anything ever on the show. But remember, she wouldn't eat anything. So, yes, anything. we're the ones who spread Ooh, that. Okay, well, anyways. That Luckily, is... no one was listening to season <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that she's like one chickadee, two chickadee, putting the eggs in, and then she drops, drops the, whole the third thing. one. One chickadee, two chickadee, and three. She did good and she's gorgeous without makeup on. You know what? She's gorgeous she she's just gorgeous to be honest with you. Like on watch what happens live, her hair and makeup were perfection and her face is just so beautiful. She needs to quit wearing all of the things to she may pull be your eye clinically away. insane, but she could look good. She's a hoarder on her own body. It's like, Why don't I don't even get that. She's <laughs> I mean that polka dot thing, she like, wears it all the time. It's like that episode of Friends when Joey comes in wearing all, all of Chandler's Jones. clothes. That's <laughs> very Could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> Could I be wearing any more jewelry and accessories? <laughs> yes. Really? That's a dick. Next Jack, quote unquote, has to go to work. No, no, it's Jack. Yeah, right. It's Jack. Jack's going to work. Mom, I'm going to work. I got to work out in the fields. (laughs) The fresh wolf fields. That's hot. I like that voice. Well, maybe I'll use it later. <laughs> um, Lisa apparently didn't sleep well after the debacle of the casino event the night before. But I love her outfit that she's wearing. That black sweatpants and sweatshirts with like the rainbow, like super 80s rainbow on the arms and leg, and I then like Lisa, a lightning bolt down the center. Lisa it. kills the fashion. I, just... I think she kills the fashion. I also love that be- <laughs> if Lisa doesn't sleep, neither does John. Yeah. (laughs) Poor John. Poor John, I know. (laughs) Have we met Kendall the dog before now? I didn't know. That I thought, baby, I maybe. that seemed like the sweetest little baby. Oh my, oh my god, I want to cuddle with Kendall. <laughs> Lisa recaps that Angie thinks that Lisa meddled in the catering situation, and um, also about Angie's conversations with Whitney. And Lisa felt ambushed. I was blindsided. Mm-hmm. Like I felt ambushed a little bit. Well, you were ambushed. Is Whitney trying to insert herself into a 24-year-old friendship? Her and Angie are the manipulative two. Whitney used the word manipulative. The only people being manipulative are those two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Lisa thinks that Whitney's playing revenge by stealing her friends. That sounds so... Um, elementary school. Yeah, very elementary school. <laughs> it does sound very but, elementary I mean, school. Lisa, aren't you being manipulative when you are, like, trying to control your friend of who to be friends with? This is negative. This is not healthy. <sighs> well, you know, she didn't expect for Angie to bust her on <laughs> everything that she told her in confidence. Uh, and it, it looks like in the next episode, Lisa's still doing some damage control. <laughs> this is like the cherry on the icing on the topping of the cake. <laughs> um, John suggest that Whitney and Lisa maybe get together for a one-on-one. Yeah, it could blow up in our face, but it could also be great. This is where the men start. Mm-hmm. Uh, John gets his own confessional. I know, I saw that. The men are starting to get their confessionals. They're getting their own scenes. This is like Jersey 2.0, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, the guys are getting together. It's so good. And Lisa's like, I feel like I've been a great friend to Whitney. Uh, I was like, wait. When were you guys friends? When though? were you ever friends? When Isn't that you were Whitney's, friends? Isn't that Whitney's issue in the first place that you aren't friendly to her? <laughs> like if, if, ever? L- listen, Lisa said it out loud. You have to you have to agree with it now. You have to. It's <laughs> it's law. Like literally I breathe and it's like, "Oh, you know, it's Lisa." Well, if Whitney would just quit thinking that Lisa was up <laughs> to no good, then maybe she would see that Lisa doesn't have any issues with Whitney. It's all in in Whitney's head. My experience with Lisa, this is Lisa Barlow, all over it. So yeah, John gets his confessional and he asks if uh, the producers ask if he really thinks that Lisa and Whitney could work it out. And John's just like, I really just kind of want to hang out with Justin. I know. Like, I hope they could just like clear the slate a little bit so at least we could hang out. (laughs) Yeah. So moving over to Whitney's. Her son Brooks is not interested in doing his homework, but only for fifteen minutes. Like she said, fifteen minutes at home. Fifteen minutes. Homework. I mean, at his age, that's about how long homework should be. I think not too oh, much. Oh yeah, longer. that's like what does the cow say? Moo. Like that. <laughs> well, I don't know. if he's not quite that young? But is it like five plus five? I think he might be for uh, older five than First grade. Five. Oh my gosh. Ten. If there's any more nonsense, I'm out. I'm done. <sighs> I'm nervous um, for this next part. Mary comes in to Whitney's looking great. (laughs) She looked awesome. I mean... She didn't have a bunch of layers on. Yeah. She didn't have a ton of jewelry on. Yeah. She looked great. She didn't have a big old mug of makeup on her face. Yeah, she looked fantastic. And she brought those cookies with her. She comes in with an awkward hug, you know. Now, Mary is tired because she would teach she'd like to teach the kids like a cooking class but she's tired yeah she's tired and the reasoning is terrifying where you see them because apparently tom girardi is a member of her congregation (laughs) no 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 (laughs) don't you can't say that there's too much law stuff in there (laughs) i don't want us to get entrapped in that (laughs) i don't want to be indicted i don't want to be involved I was like, here we go, another person who has a crazy, who has crazy their car. car accident. Oh my gosh. I was like, I didn't know Tom Girardi went to church in Salt Lake City. And so apparently, one of these people from her congregation crashed, flipped, she was ejected from the sunroof, flew 30 feet off of the highway bridge and into a neighborhood. That's a great sort of tell, little kids. It was, well, the kids asked, well, did she die? And she says... Oh yeah, she died. Yeah, she's dead. Yeah, and everyone's they're, everyone's just dumbfounded. Like, they're like, what, what do we say now? But I'm so glad to be here. I'm <laughs> excited. Woo! I'm like, that was a switch, Mary. I'm excited to be here. That was mean, even a the kids switch. were just like, no one knows how to react. I'm like, just staring at her, terrified. <sighs> So, Mary and Whitney go downstairs to, like, the movie theater slash bar area. We've been there. hmm Mary says, I heard that something happened at Angie's. You know, I'm always the last to know. What really happened? Yeah. And so, Whitney says that she and Lisa always talk clean slate, but Lisa's always digging, and now she's upset about Whitney's relationship with Angie. Uh, you know, we can talk about that forever. Yeah, Whitney doesn't understand why she's always trying to influence her life negatively. And Mary's like, well, you do seem to care an awful lot about what Lisa thinks of you. Mary sometimes has this weird clarity. Yeah, it's it's, it's bizarre. It's scary. I feel something. <laughs> I'm scared of it a little bit. <laughs> you know, It's too, a little bit too normal. It's a little bit too real. Like, <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> Mary's like, you know, Lisa does have a little bit of a cool factor, and you know, Lisa is successful. She does know a lot of successful people. I think she's cool. She knows a lot of people at Sundance, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, but I personally, I'm like, I think Whitney just wants to get Lisa off her back, mostly. Like, I think she's just obsessed with me. (laughs) Like, like, I think she might be attracted to me. Maybe. I mean, Whitney does mention later that maybe there is something inside her that wants Lisa's Approval or Lisa's friendship or Lisa's something. Yeah. But I think more than anything, she's like, I just want Lisa to get off my back. Probably. Can we just coexist at at least? Well, she probably just doesn't like confrontation in general. It's just who I am. I can't help it. I mean, look at her. She's hanging out with Mary. And they've never been friends, so why bother now? Let's just learn to be cordial. Well, now they're coworkers. Yeah, but I'm saying, you you don't have to be friends. Yes, you do. (laughs) This isn't the real house friends of Salt Lake City. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I didn't come here to play nice and make friends. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so So uh, moving over to Heather. Heather is playing the piano. That's the piano that you played that you could see on our Instagram. Yes, if you want to see me playing that same piano with Heather and I singing and Jen Shaw, Shaw dancing around. Interpretive dancing and also changing the notes on the music for yes. a second and then walking away. <laughs> I saw someone on on the internet, it was on Twitter, they were like, Heather Gay pretending like she can play the piano. I'm like, y'all don't understand. Heather used to be like a competitive. Professional. Yeah, like professional. a competitive piano player. Yeah. So, yeah, she knows how to play the piano. Y'all don't, yeah, don't behave. suck it. I think they're just jealous. <laughs> um, Ashley is l- really excited. She's oh hopeful my gosh, this is to so have her college admissions email. I know. It's so nerve Like, they don't open a letter anymore. It's an email. I know. So, like, once you get it, you have to wait to, like, I wonder if she knew that she got it, but she wasn't allowed to check it. Until they got on camera. Because that would be dramatic if she was on camera and she didn't get in. True. And but and she wouldn't have a very genuine reaction if she checked it ahead of time. Yeah. Or did they just, she already knew and they pretended? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why people weren't crying more because that's exciting. Well, they were so excited. They (laughs) were were. visibly excited that she got into. It's a a whole new chapter. Yeah. She got into University of California, Santa Barbara. So she's leaving hometown. She's going to California, sunny California. Uh, And Heather told me this weekend that she's barely heard from Ashley. Like she's only heard from Ashley a few times, saying about how what an awesome time she's having Yay. and how happy she is that she has gotten out into the world. Well, and I wonder how, like, with her new fame and stuff being on the show, that, that I wonder might if that's influencing or hurt people some way. I don't know if it will hurt her at all, but because people who watch the Real Housewives like the Housewives, yeah, yeah. For sure. So um that's great news. That's I'm very really, really excited for news. her. It's it's mm-hmm. going to be awesome to be there and meet new friends and get an awesome education. And like Heather said, she's not just going to meet people from Utah anymore. Now she's right. going to meet people from around the world. It's so exciting. Yeah. So exciting. Yeah, I can feel your energy completely. Moving over to a restaurant called 350 Main. It's finally D-Day. Jen and... Her second assistant, Marilo, has been getting all the... Where's Stuart? Stuart! Why is Murillo all of a sudden doing everything? Stuart! Stuart! I don't know. <laughs> but uh, Murillo is the go-to guy this season. And he's driving. I bet he uh, doesn't have to wait for... like As soon as the light turns green, I bet he just goes. <laughs> wow, what a... Remember I told, that? Oh my gosh, I wouldn't have remembered if you not that. The only reason it. I remember is because I have to do that to you all the time. I'm like, it's green, <laughs> it's green now. <out." laughs> wow, that's some season one flashback. Mm-hmm. And then this flashback flashes back to just a few days ago, maybe weeks ago, when Jen FaceTimes Meredith is like, hey, just want to remind you, I'd still like I'm to I'm taking the books. steps, I'm taking the actions yes. of showing you that I want to make this right. Right. So <laughs> Brooks and Meredith arrive. I was surprised that Meredith came with him. No, I'm I I knew that she was going to come. I don't know why I was surprised. I guess because he's 21. <laughs> I guess y- you're Preaching to the choir right there. so. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's well, and but then again, he was probably really nervous. And Jen, when she's out of control, is scary. That would be ner- that would be so, scary. Okay, so I, that's, now that that's I why I thought Meredith was going. Now to be that there. I think about it, it makes more sense. Yeah. But again, I'm just like, we're we're adults now. And Jen is just hoping to God Brooks listens because she doesn't want to have to make like a third or fourth apology tour. (laughs) Amen, sister. I hope that he listens to me and doesn't fool a Meredith Marks and this turns into like a 10-month apology tour again. Because I'm already on apology tour part two. We don't need a three. But she gives a really lovely apology. She sits there and listens to everything that Brooks says. It seems as if, before the commercial break, that Brooks really isn't into the excuse that it was someone on her team. No. But by the end of it... You know, he's like, listen, you don't understand, like I don't even know how to articulate the pain that I went through because of everything. Being called a sissy bitch is like going back to high school, going back to middle school, probably. Like that's how people identified him as this is because of who he was. It's very triggering, yeah, and I totally get that. And this whole him being torn down and stuff really made me feel bad for him. Yeah. Like it's not okay, like ever to like tear people down, but I want to keep coming up to my family. It's, it's going to end ugly. <laughs> we, we are on a podcast that does have to analyze people's lives. Well, what really got to me when he was like, it just really felt like you were taking my voice away because when you post something or like something or repost something, that makes it the truth to people who read it and, and that your followers and yeah. stuff and, it, and like when he said that it made me understand it so much more yeah uh, the, he you actually used the words away. You took my yeah, yeah that, that my really voice away. that was impactful to me it was and am and jen obviously felt really bad about it she, she even apologized fine. about potentially flashing her g g and i'm sorry if you saw my g g I'm going to say Gigi because it sounds better. She really wants to put it all to rest, and they had a really, really lovely time. She really handled this very well, and I'm very proud of Jen. I really liked her hair in this scene, that wavy, curly hair. Yes! I loved everything that she wears all the time. Well, I would love to get out of the hot closet for a minute before we get to guys' night. Guys' night! All right. We're going to refill. Be right back. Bye. Right here if anyone needs me. <laughs> this is Heather Gay from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. Hi. <laughs> I guess that means we're back. We're back. Okay, that's pathetic. We're at the bodega. Ooh, the bodega. Guys night. At the bodega. Let's be guys. I uh, was like, what? When I saw Guys Night, I was like, this is so exciting. But I really like the husbands. I like them. Even Seth. I like Seth. Don't get me wrong. I, I think he's, He is a goober, but he's likable. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I was trying to think of husbands of other cities, and that would, you know, that would make a great guys' group. Atlanta, I don't think, would make a good guys' group. And, uh, you know, like Beverly Hills, they've got Mauricio and PK, but I don't even know, I mean, how many other of them are even married, you know that's the thing. A lot of the housewives are not official wives yeah. anymore. So glad that the SLC guys are getting some time, getting some confessionals, getting their own scenes. Now we did know from interviewing Whitney and Justin that Justin really does like the other husbands, that they <laughs> had built like a friendship. A friendship, yeah. Yeah, which is nice. When Seth wears that Brooks Marks jacket, <sighs> I don't. His... E- I don't even know if it is Brooks Marks jacket or if it's just listen. He has these strips that just say his name on them, and he just keeps throwing them on just articles of cloy- clothing and saying that it's his clothes. Yeah, this is all so epic. Yo, we were howling. Like... Howling. What, I was like... Well, first of all, it doesn't even say Brooks Marks. It says Marks Brooks, because they didn't even cut it to the right, to the right... Size it actually either. says Marks Brooks Marks. It's <laughs> just, I just can't. I was like, I don't know how if you can tell this is Brooks Marks. I mean, what would give it away? This is high fashion. People in Utah just don't understand. I couldn't believe it. I and I just was don't laughing. even know what its is. So what it is, is it? It is a black suit coat with, with a Brooks strap. Marks strap buttoned on. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. <sighs> I oh was god, I howling. Was I can't. Don't I do have a feeling that Brooks might have worn one also though. Oh my god, this might not be I, the first time we've seen no, it. Oh god. We might have stop. just put it behind us. It's quite on brand, really. Yeah, that was I just hysterical. can't, I can't with this. It's just too much to handle. He doesn't need to be on the show. We don't want to talk bad about people. I'm not talking bad about him. I just said he doesn't need to be on the show. That's it. Perfect. Thank you so much. John The Barlows left some tequila. Have more tequila. They sure do. John Barlow orders an old fashioned with tequila. Who has ever heard of that? No one in the world but John and Lisa Barlow and that bartender. There's been sightings. You you believe it exists, but you've just never seen it. Mm. That's true. Like, I've never heard of that either. But then again, I've never heard of vodka in Champagne like Sutton. Sutton. Yeah. So I'm like, that's just crazy. So the men are bound to determine to hang out and not talk about their wives. Let's keep those sweet ladies out of our mouths and let's not even speak those names into existence right now let's just enjoy us so they all they do do is is talk talk about about their their wives (laughs) the whole time because i was like when they said that i was like so what are you guys going to talk about your jobs because your jobs are boring and plus you guys are getting to know each other so what else do you have in common other than this show and your wives yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, And I think in just any type of situation, a bunch of married men who are out on a guy's night would probably spend most of the night talking about their wives. Uh, Oh, and another thing why Seth is such a goober is he compliments them on their initials. (laughs) He calls them by their initials and then says, those are good initials, guys. J.B. and J.R.? Those are good initials. Okay. Those are great initials. Okay, great. Yeah, JB and JR, yes. Okay, great. CJ, RJ. Do I understand it? No. BJ. (laughs) I (laughs) like those initials. Well, since last time they've all seen each other, they're all still married. That's good. What? What? Says Seth says that from the outside looking in, it looks like Whitney and Justin really might have like maybe the best relationship of them all. I honestly see that too. Like if you really look back at it, they seem they don't fight in front of people. They generally like each other. They don't have anything bad to say about each other, and you know. Well, and we plus know that Seth no and Meredith have had recent issues. Yes, we can only assume from what we've seen that Jen and Sharif, you know, just seeing them on the show. Well, like, what has Jen has said to that to the ladies? Jen true, has told true, the ladies that true. she's had troubles with. Them. True. Um. And uh, Lisa and John. Lisa works too much. Yeah. So it looks like, um, and plus. Lisa doesn't give off the appeal of being very a very sexual being for one, and she doesn't give off like the homemaker type vibe either. Yeah, and she's I think everyone kind of knows that Lisa Barlow just rules that roost. Yeah, I can neither confirm nor deny. It. <laughs> Whereas with Whitney and Justin, it might be more of a partnership. Yeah, but like I don't know. I mean, well, Seth. Says you've you've got a stripper pole in your room, so of course, nor relationships doing fantastic who doesn't have an awesome marriage when there's a stripper pole honestly in i can't wait for this weekend when we get to see all your old friends and they get to talk tell you about how amazing i am i can't And wait, how amazing yeah. our relationship is and how great it looks i can't on wait on paper and i can social medias i can't wait to show you off I if can't they wait. only knew what happened behind closed doors <laughs> so ultimately i think this all boils down to control <laughs> Well, you know, Seth does assume that Whitney and Justin have a great sex life, and Justin's like, Well, actually, lately. Yeah, you know, they already went over it in the beginning. We're only of the doing sex it episode. three times a week, boo. I boo. know, you poor things. Oh, I bet. You, well, that means you might even do it during the week. Sounds like you're getting it all the time, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know you complaining. I need it as much as you do. Ding. Right? (laughs) Seth is allowed to have sex with Meredith as long as he doesn't wake her up. That was funny. That was funny, but it's also a very dad joke. That was really funny. Sharif wants the wives to get along. Not only so that the men can hang out. That's what they all want. They really want to be hang out, But also, Sharif is like, just peace and harmony, you know? Yeah. That's, that's... And during that whole talk about having sex when she couldn't wake up, or when she, don't wake her up if you're going to have sex, Coach Shaw can't handle these guys. <laughs> he's like, these, these boys. <laughs> and he's like, what do you think? You think we can get these girls together to get along? And the guys are kind of like, kind of optimistic about Long it. Long pause, but they're all, you know. It's possible. Guys are very optimistic, I guess. So the guy—I mean—it starts off at the very, very beginning of this episode with John suggesting to Lisa that he gets together with Whitney, Mm -hmm. and then the men are really driving this whole episode of trying to get peace and harmony between the women. It's very interesting. Next, we move over to Cucina Toscana, and I know for a fact that we've either been there this season or the first season, because I've said Cucina Toscana, and you you did that. (laughs) It's just the hand flip, the hand flip. You have to. You have to. I love it. So (laughs) I I don't know if it was this season or the first season, but Jenny is meeting Whitney there. And um, now that Whitney has bought out her business partner, she's spending all of her time just like hustling. I need to say something about Jenny's outfit. Do. She looks like a bad ass businesswoman there for her lunch special. Do you have some sort of businesswoman special? You better. She looks fierce. And it was like a one piece even. Yeah, it, it was, was like a it jumper. Was it was You're really right. awesome. I'm glad, you, I'm glad that you said something because it was worth mentioning for sure. Um, so Whitney's spending all of her time working, all of her time hustling and Jenny's like, I'm the opposite. They're I went from five this. to one practice and I'm spending more time with my family. Yeah. And I'm not having another kid. Yeah. Done. And Whitney's like, but I would love another one. I know. It's so funny how the roles have reversed for both of them. I'm like, well, if you're having... If if Brooks had to walk home from school in, like, the first or second episode, then maybe a third child isn't (laughs) the right decision right (laughs) now. You know? That that is very true. Oh, my gosh. That's so true. Like, it's... I mean, you can't have your baby take care of himself. I mean, (laughs) if they wait a couple more years, Bobby might be old enough to watch over the kids. Oh, true, true. I mean, or they might be a baller enough to get a nanny and um, manage it all. I don't know. But for the moment, it's not going to happen because Justin got a vasectomy, and I'm very proud of him for doing that. Justin went and got... (laughs) Sniffed and tied. <laughs> Because it's so much easier for men to get vasectomies than it is for women to get their tubes tied, and it's way less dangerous. You know, I used to teach with this guy that there was nothing he could do to keep him from getting his wife pregnant. Like, every time he looked at her, she got pregnant. And he got a vasectomy, she got pregnant. Maybe it was like that one in a million chance. (laughs) One snuck through. So when Whitney's like, maybe he'll be the one in the million or whatever. I mean, I think you can't. I've met one in a million. I've met (laughs) literally. I worked with him for years and years and years. (laughs) Like there was nothing this guy could do to quit having kids. That's some powerful... <laughs> Don't you dare look at him. You're going to get pregnant. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, but they have a really lovely lunch, getting to know each other, despite the fact that Jenny is Lisa's friend. Mm-hmm. And we get back... Well, this mean, whole episode is about Lisa and Whitney, I really. mean, Whitney can... I mean, she has all the rights to say that, because Lisa literally just the night before said she didn't want her friends to be friends with Whitney. Well, and you know, if you think about it, that's that's the only conflict that's left there's peace in all the land now there's peace between jen and meredith and jen and brooks yeah and heather has not had any conflict well heather and lisa haven't really gotten together yet but they're not really they're not really having conflict right now though because they're not spending any time together i mean we haven't even gotten to the jen shaw scandal yet oh no Man, I forgot. So, if this whole episode really Yay. was about Lisa and Whitney and the guys, do you think this is going to be like the one, like, kind of easy episode before it starts to get crazy again? Or do you think we'll have one more, like, easy, like, easy flowing episode? I don't you know, know, they always do that in the middle. True. Yeah. You know what? You're right, though. But this is. Episode five, and normally by episode three or four, we get a little bit snoozy. But no, last it's week been was intense, ex- yeah. I can't, I, last week, I couldn't believe it was episode four already. I already that's can't why it I feel life. like this it's starting to cool things, are starting to cool down. Uh-huh. At the end of all of this, the only thing I want is peace for my child. He- temperatures are simmering down. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, Whitney explains that she and Lisa have kind of been oil and water since the beginning, and Jenny's like, I don't understand that, because, you know, Lisa doesn't talk about people, and she certainly wouldn't say anything about anyone without, like, checking her facts. Which Lisa are you talking about, Jenny? I hear about this good Lisa a lot, right? (sighs) I, I, I... yeah. I don't really know what to say to that. <laughs> because obviously she has broken all of those rules just on the first season. Lisa has checked the facts because remember, when Lisa says something, it becomes fact. So there's <laughs> no, it's not, it's very much law then. <laughs> I feel better. Do you guys feel better? Well, Whitney says that she hears it from all of Lisa's friends. She's like, I always hear that Lisa's really nice, but Lisa doesn't let me see that part of her. And it's true. And Lisa even cops to that later. Lisa's just very dismissive. Dismissive. Yeah. You like that word, dismissive. There's your key word, dismissive. Dismissive. (laughs) Season one reunion, Dismissive, yeah, yeah totally. I love um, that word. <laughs> but you know, again, the husbands are encouraging everyone to get together and get along, so hopefully it will head that way. Let's go up to Park City. Heather Gay can wear some ski gear. She's got... They've got lots of ski gear. Yeah, and she looks good in it. Heather is a boss down the slope. If Meredith has better form, but I have more balls. Uh, Meredith is dressed up like Uma Thurman from Kill Bill. Uh, Flashback to Beverly it's Hills. It's Kill Bill Week. It is. Look at that. Uh, how do you think the film crew follows them down the slope? Do you think they're on those ski bikes? Oh, mm. well, they probably are on a on a on a snowmobile because they don't need to do audio. Uh, well, you know what. I wonder if they hire a camera crew that's from around here. To, like, snowboard? Yeah. And? I don't know. I really, I don't have a clue. I want them to be on those little bikes. Can they be on the little I mean, every option that I think of makes me think that the camera would be, like, all over the place. Well, now they have those cameras that you could, like, do that, and they stay steady. So um, maybe someone is, like, skiing they're or on a, snowboarding on a or snowbiking. Or... Just th- say ski bike. Yes, they're ski biking. That's exactly what, how they got that film. How cute. That is cute. Isn't that cute just to see a bunch of guys on a little ski bike? One of them steering, the other one's on the back filming. Yeah. yeah. I think it's... Oh, that, that's adorable. <laughs> you know, just like me. <laughs> 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 so after they're done skiing, um, they order Irish coffees and charcuterie. Um, and Heather, <laughs> she's like... All these men are skiing right towards us. She talks about men right away. This feels like a great place to meet men, honestly. This is a great place to meet men. There she's all looking at their And Meredith's like, you can't see anything. They're all, like, covered up in goggles and stuff. And Meredith's like, I mean, Heather's like, yeah, mystery. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you have sex with the lights off. <laughs> Heather spills her drink again. What is wrong with Heather, honey? Hold on to your drinks. You've every every episode. I think it was because she kept trying to dip her. Um- cream and stuff that was on top, more in the the drink, and it spilled over. I totally see that. She just needs to drink it down next time. Well, she spilled it in the other episode, She did! (laughs) Heather asked Meredith for advice on how to send Ashley off to college. Like, she's never had a sex talk with Ashley because Mormons just simply don't have sex. I mean, Heather never got a sex talk except for don't do it, ever, period. I mean, that's the rules. Get straight A's and abstain. That's, That's it. Yeah, and then get married and then you can do it. So Heather learned about sex from a pop-up book that had these two chickens that you could move back and forth. And I'm assuming these chickens were not having sex, but Heather had seen those bear, that naked woman in that movie and was like, ooh, naked woman, chickens doing it in a book. I think I've got this figured out. Okay. I just want to say this again. <laughs> Heather got her sex talk from a farm pop-up book that showed farm animals having sex. I'm a mother of three. Uh, Do I need to say that one more time? (laughs) I mean, that is the craziest statement I have ever heard, and I'm stealing it. 100%. 100%. Absolutely and I'm like, right. they had two lions on there, because remember, like, in the Nativity books, in the Bible, when they're all two by two, going to Noah's Ark, they had two lions instead of, like, a lion and a lioness. Oh. No, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they did it, because that's what, like, a lot of the artists did, is they put two lions in there instead of a lion How and a lion. be gay tigers? It, rawr. <laughs> <laughs> Heather is like, listen. At one point, I would have been terrified to, for Asher to have sex before marriage. Now she better has. Try it out. Make sure it's going. You are going to like make it. Make sure you are going to like it. Don't get stuck. Yeah, and Meredith's like, well, let's just sum it up with this. Number one, make sure they're comfortable talking with you. Yeah, just let that let that be known. Number two, condoms. <laughs> yes, condom, condom, condoms. <laughs> condom, condom, condom. What in the world? You just came home and said. Here's a Capri Sun and some condom. And Mer- Heather's like, what? What? Here's your lunch and here's a condom? What, how, how does that work? <laughs> She's like, here's your Gatorade and here's your condom. You're going to need that Gatorade after the condom. Right? <laughs> Here, I packed you a snack. You're going to need you- your electrolytes after this, Seriously. for sure. There's some peanut butter and crackers in case you get hungry. <laughs> because your blood sugar does. Yeah. <laughs> I wish, like all of my nieces and nephews weren't already old enough to already have the sex talk, so I could just go up to them and be like, You need to just give them a Gatorade and a condom. <laughs> Meredith's like, I will not condone artificial juice drinking, but I will condone <laughs> safe <Cuff>. sex. Yeah. <laughs> I was never a big proponent of juice, but I am a proponent of condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Caprice and I'd rather condo. you drink a Caprice than to get pregnant for sure. <laughs> so we wrap it up at Alpine Distilling. You know, there are a lot of distilleries around this area. I know, we need to start going to them. There's, there's vodka, there's... there's bourbon, whiskey, I mean, there's gin, mean, obviously. We pass by all the time we go past the airport. We need to stop by Salt City. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it looks like that place in particular is really beautiful. John suggested again that Lisa reach out to Whitney to find some middle ground. Like, I'm open to it. Also, you can't spell new beginnings without G-I-N. So uh, when Whitney arrives, you can see how nervous she is. This is their very this is their very first one on one. They have filmed an entire show together and they never reunion. had a one on one. That's why they're not friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean And that would make me in a weird kind of way nervous I would even if we weren't enemies. T- because you know they had to prepare for this way <sighs> ahead of time yeah. to so she knew this was coming for a while. And that would make me terrified. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! If I have to get a, if I know I'm getting a phone call later in the day, my day is ruined because I'm paranoid and panicked about that phone call coming. <laughs> Well, I love, like, in Lisa's confessional, she says, you can't spell new beginnings without Jen. So that made sense. But then when she and Le- uh, Whitney sat down, she goes, well, when I think of Jen, I think of new beginnings. And I was like, how is Whitney supposed to put that all together without hearing your confessional? But in Whitney's, <laughs> um, she made a post on her Instagram, and she said, here's two new big." gin like, she put the gin in Yes. I mean, it's cute, but how do you know if Lisa didn't tell you that ahead of time? That's kind of her. Listen, Lisa thought they were already friends. So, like, whatever she says, you have to understand. You have to get it, period. Here again, though, Lisa, what made you ever think that you and Whitney were friends? What have you done to have... She's what does t- t- friendship mean to you? And doesn't and in just the last episode, she told her friend to not be friends with that. Yes, like this. <laughs> yes, I mean, like, how else do you interpret that negatively? This whole conversation, Lisa's just trying to make everyone say that you're misunderstanding what she's saying. But then Whitney's not backing down. She's like, "How do I misinterpret?" Fact, 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 fact. This, 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 this. Like, but you know, Lisa was pretty gracious through the whole. Like, she smiled through the whole thing. She was trying to be polite through the whole thing. She really took it. I, I was yeah. surprised. I like it. Whitney did not back down, and Lisa just kept being polite. Um, excuse me, would you like a maple bourbon pecan pie? Sorry to, to bother you right now. <laughs> I would be like, we're filming. I know. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> That apple one too, thank you. Anyways, Whitney, (laughs) don't interrupt me again, (laughs) but bring me a fork. (laughs) There's nothing worse than being at a party with no food. But um, ultimately, Whitney doesn't feel like Lisa has given her much of a chance to get to know her. And Lisa goes, You know what? I'll agree with that. Yeah, she does agree with that. And I was like, I thought that was very gracious of her to do just trying to. That's how you give an open. And then she skips an open, yeah. And then you guys heal from that and block out the rest. And then bringing it back to the wise words of Miriam Cosby, which I never thought I would say. Oh my goodness! But Whitney brings it back to that, and it's like, you know, I had. If I'm so bothered by you, then maybe there's something about this that means that I care. I mean, it's true. It could very well be. I feel like that. Like I don't I- know if it means that she cares about Lisa or she just really cares about what how lisa affects her or maybe she's just in a moment of discovery yeah i don't know either way it left off feeling hopeful until we see the scenes for next week (laughs) (laughs) i do have to say to go back just a little bit lisa's a sag oh she's just sag i'm a sag like i just want to free fly and be fun like, maneuver through, like, life, having a good time. She's a, a sag, sag. sag. yeah. Yes. She's a Sag. Oh, I, I, I must have skipped... Ro- oh, right there it is. I'm a Sag, yes. Yeah, you know, this a Sag. She just wants to have fun. I'm a Sag. She wants to fly? I'm a scorp. <laughs> I'm a... Uh, <laughs> a Pice? I'm a Pice. <laughs> I was gonna say piss. I'm, I'm a, a Pice. Wow. Well, I'm a Pice. I'm a scorp. I'm, like, such a Pice that I just like to swim in the waters so and, like... Don't even go upstream. I go downstream because I'm like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. <laughs> Pisces are the fish. And uh-huh. I got a friendly fish that's just circling me. and We're like, yin and yang. Uh, 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 what? Uh, yeah, you are. We're both yin and yang. Yeah. Ooh, the fishes, they are yin and yang. Oh, my God. And That, that means that's the best horoscope or a zodiac sign, obviously. Look how many signs and meanings it has, and it's the last. Are you going to keep talking about this? <laughs> I don't like this topic. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about. Are you really going to talk about this? It is about me, isn't it? Well, most this of the time. This is the the Hunter Arden show, right? Yes. With with the pop of the bear of the Real Hospital. Yes, and small print at the bottom. Well, let's actually <laughs> we talk about the wonderful people who you so lightly coerced into giving us threatened, yeah, yeah, into giving Probably us abused reviews on to to iTunes give. Reviews. Apple iTunes podcast. Well, it worked again, so obviously I need to keep doing it <laughs> because we got two of them. This first one is Yas from mBP. 1220. Thank you. Thank you so much for your five stars and an awesome review. I know I'm amazing. Thank you. Oh my thank gosh. you. To this. <laughs> and then love these guys. Heart, heart, heart from The Real Rebel Goddess. Rebel. Thank you so much for your five stars and the awesome. I know. Thank you. I'm amazing. <laughs> thank you. I know you love me, but we need more reviews. And if you leave a review on our Apple Podcast, y'all, you're going to be famous just like these two and on the rest of them that I've said over the You know, the episodes. other ones are valuable, too. I'll check out, I have Spotify, I'll check out Spotify and see if we've got any reviews there, too. You yeah. do what you can for the people. You could threaten them on Spotify, I'll threaten them on the <laughs> I'm not Apple threatening Podcast. anyone. You're, that's the only way to get it done. <laughs> Obviously, this is the only way to get it done. Well, we hate to threaten <laughs> you all with some bad news, but we're getting ready to go on vacay. A much-needed vacation. I've been working nonstop seven days a week, and... My sweet bear has been taking care of the house, taking care of the job, taking care of food and groceries. And the podcast. And he's taking care of the podcast. And we're doing two episodes a week. Yeah, I think this is our 48th episode. Yeah, we're almost to 50. It's almost been a year. So um, we will not have an episode for a minute. We won't have an episode next week at all. So this is our last episode this week. Um, so when we get back, we'll just double up until we get caught up. We'll double up on two Salt Lake City episodes. We'll double uh, We might we'll have double to, fist those things. We'll, and who knows what we'll do with the Beverly Hills reunion because it's four episodes. We might split it up into just two episodes and cover one and two and then three and four. But one thing that we can promise you is that we won't leave you hanging and we will get caught up. We will be back. <laughs> I'll be back. So while we're gone, Arnold was Arnold just in here. <laughs> check crazy. out our social media on Facebook and Instagram. We are the Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears, and you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail You can also find us on a YouTube. You can also find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you're listening to podcasts on Apple, or even if you're not, just find somebody's like phone that has like an Apple phone and go into their podcast, find our page, scroll all the way bottom, give a five-star review, and leave an or five-star rating and an awesome review. And y'all <laughs> Just I'll grab s- that phone out of grandma's hand. Yeah, grab If you see someone's iPhone, just grab it and on say, On the subway? Hey, yeah, can I just use your phone for a second and go on? That sounds safe. On, that uh, sounds oh, 100% safe. it's safe. I mean, wear gloves. <laughs> Jeez. Not <laughs> <laughs> crazy. <laughs> well, anyways, thank you guys all for your support and love. We really appreciate it. And it's the only thing that really keeps us going. Thank you so much. We're going to miss you. I hope you miss us back. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Are you ready to do a sound check? Ooh! ooh, ooh. Now, I'm a farting ghost. Ew! Don't do that. <gasps> ghost fart? No. I think they do. They have ectoplasm all over them. That is, I mean, this. that's got to be fartness, right? I don't like that at all. This is a test. <laughs>